Hi there and welcome. This is Amanda, the founder of Astrology Hub, and you're listening to our week ahead snapshot with world-class astrologer, historian, and author of the Cosmic Calendar, Christopher Renstrom. This show is designed to give you a quick overview of the week ahead, enabling you the gift of choice in how you navigate and weave these energies into your daily life. Enjoy. It was New York socialite and doyenne of etiquette Emily Post who once said, there are two things you never discuss at the dinner table, religion and politics. Hello, my name is Christopher Renstrom, and I'm your weekly horoscope columnist here on Astrology Hub. And this week, I wanted to talk to you about the Venus-Saturn trine that will be taking place on August 23rd. Now, I have a little confession to make. As a person and an astrologer, it took me a little while to wrap my mind around Venus and what exactly she did in a horoscope chart. I mean, I was born in a family of all boys, all born one year apart, and we were even referred to as the Catholic quintuplets. So the only female in my house was my poor mother, which everyone used to say, your poor mother. And she was 5'2", and all of us boys ended up being well over six feet tall. Nevertheless, my mom was a Sagittarian, and she knew how to handle herself. But that said, the whole idea of Venus, the whole idea of etiquette, manners, the way that you behave, proper behavior, didn't make sense to me much as I was growing up. And even, I have to uh, confess to say, even into my young adult years. I often referred to my childhood as feral, um, being one of the wolf cubs uh, that grew up with Mowgli. But nevertheless, over the years, I've developed a very deep um, appreciation for Venus and what exactly she does in a horoscope. Venus in a horoscope is said to rule over our relationships. She's the most other-oriented in terms of all the uh, planets that appear in the astrological chart. Venus is the one who's most likely to ask you about yourself, what you're feeling, what you would like to do, how your day has been, what your opinion on a matter might be. So there's, there's clearly a sort of conversational quality to Venus because Venus is all about pairing up. It might just be pairing up in a three-legged race at a summer barbecue, or it might be pairing up for something a little bit more formal in life. But nevertheless, Venus has always had, in connection to her, a somewhat civilizing quality. Yes, she's got a wild side, which we all know from the mids of Vinana and Astarte. But over the years, and particularly into the late medieval and early Renaissance period, she took on a much more civilizing quality. It was Venus who taught us all to, you know, stop eating uh, from, from, from the raw meat from the carrion that we had just killed, and to actually cook it and put it on a dinner plate with forks and knives and a side of salad. So Venus has always had this kind of civilizing sort of energy. And she has it particularly in the zodiac sign of Libra. Libra is basically referred to or, or seen as the most civilized of all the astrological signs. Why? Well, if you look at all 12 signs, you'll notice very quickly that there is only one sign that is not represented by a creature, and that sign is Libra. 
Libra is represented or symbolized by an instrument, and the instrument is the scales. So right from then, there was always this sort of civilizing quality that has been connected to Libra. And Venus, of course, is uh, the ruler of Libra. So what Venus in Libra teaches us is the value of etiquette, the value of good manners, things that, again, when I was younger, I used to regard as ridiculous or pretentious or you know, just something you needed to shout over in order to get someone else's attention. But as I've grown older in life, and as we all grow older in life, we begin to recognize the importance of good manners and etiquette, the importance of respect and the importance of dignity. These are things that every society on this planet, regardless of where it's been placed in this world, has deeply ingrained in their socializing behaviors and their customs. This idea of how you show respect, of how you possess dignity, of how you refer uh, to someone or allow someone else to speak. These were all things connected to friendliness, um, to people getting along. Because what the air signs all have in common is the idea of relationship. The water signs are all about our emotions. They have to do with our compassion, our feeling for other people, our, our sympathy we have for someone's plight, and ability to give comfort to someone who's going through a very difficult time. Water signs also rule over things like nurturing and bonding. But the air signs, the air signs rule over relationship. The premise of the water sign will always be that we are all drawing from the same emotional reservoir, that we all know what it's like to fall in love or to be hurt. And if we all know what it's like to be hurt, why would we ever hurt someone else? This is the basic understanding of compassion and of empathy. Air signs uh, draw from the premise or the idea that no two people can know what what the other person is feeling. In other words, no two people have the same feelings at the same time or are in the same emotional space or are even on the same page. So the thing that we have to use to describe our experience is words. And the thing that we have to use to relate to someone who may be a stranger or someone who's not a part of our family or someone that we're not feeling particularly nurturing or sympathetic towards, is um, civility. So the air signs all embrace the idea of conversation and of civility and of good manners and even rules. That applies to Gemini just as much as it applies to Aquarius. This is something that all three air signs, Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius have in common. So what we have going on here with Venus in her own sign of Libra, forming a trine to Saturn in its own sign of Aquarius, is this kind of reintroduction of etiquette, politeness, and of manners. Things that people might scoff at, but if you look around at a lot of conversations these days, whether it's on the street or on television or even at your dinner table, there's a lot of rudeness. There's a lot of anger. There's a lot of people shouting over other people. And there's profound expression of disrespect. Again, these might seem like sort of facile or kind of almost even silly terms, but if you've been involved in some conversations lately, you've probably been noticing the profound lack of respect. 
um, and the profound lack of civility and have probably been secretly hoping it would be reintroduced into social discourse soon. Now, I'm not saying that the entire world is going to pick up their uh, copy of Emily Post's Book of Etiquette this week uh, when Venus trines Aquarius, but what, we, what you are going to see is a reintroduction of that into, um, into our lives. Um, maybe it will just show up spontaneously in conversation. Maybe it might be something you might bring up. Or maybe instead of telling people how impolite or rude they are, one, uh, you might actually start expressing or exercising good manners on your own. In fact, I've often seen that when I or other people exercise good manners, automatically people kind of stop themselves and adjust themselves and sort of express back in that, in that same tone of good manners as well. So good manners are there under the surface, but they are things that need to be exercised. What's important about this is that it shows respect for another person in our society. It shows respect for their time. It shows respect for their lives. It shows respect for the things they have to bring to the table. This might show up in your workplace with professional courtesy. It might show up in your relationship with instead of going into another uh, fight, taking a moment and saying, you know, let's do a timeout here and sort of re-engage when we can both have a sort of civil conversation about this. Um, and it might show up in simple social discourse or the fact that you hopped up, you hopped on someone's spin bike and the person said, that's my towel there. And you're like, oh, I didn't see your towel. And you hop back off the spin bike. You show respect uh, for, for that person, even in a situation like the gym. But finding ways to practice courtesy and respect is a wonderful way to sort of uh, really channel this, uh, this, this energy of the Venus and the Saturn trine to bring peace, which is basically what Venus was all about, bringing peace to relationships, building bridges, getting people talking to each other, and getting people on the same page again. And this is something that we're going to be seeing in all areas of life as Venus forms a trying to uh, Saturn. What I also wanted to share with you is this other quote that I really like of Emily Post's. Um, she says, manners are a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. Hmm? Manners are a sensitive awareness of the feelings of others. If you have that awareness, you have good manners, no matter what fork you use. So this is a good week for bringing things together in terms of consummating them. Um, any relationship that you consummate this week um, or any business partnership that you enter into this week or any contract that you sign this week promises to have the stamp and the blessing of time because anything that begins or emerges during a Venus-Saturn trine is basically given the stamp of approval and will go on to stand the test of time. Your weekly horoscope is brought to you by Astrology Hub. If you'd like more extended personalized guidance from Christopher by Sun Sign and Rising, make sure you subscribe to receive the free weekly horoscope delivered via email to your inbox each Sunday. 
just go to astrologyhub.com slash horoscope and start receiving even more free personalized guidance today. That's astrologyhub.com slash horoscope. And if you love what we do and would like to support our work, please subscribe to the podcast, give us some stars, and if you feel inclined, leave us a review. It does so much to help us get quality astrology out to the world, and we're grateful for all the time that you take to do this. Thank you for listening in today, and as always, thank you for making astrology a part of your life.